The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Welcome to the 365 Message Center Show, where we help you plan for change, prevent or fix, stay informed. Hello, it's great to be back, everyone. We have some great announcements. We have some quick ones we're going to run through, but also mm. some we're going to dive into uh, this week. How are you, Daryl? You doing well? I'm well, yep. It's um, been uh, interesting times, interesting week. Uh, can I relate to this uh, economic uncertainty? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, as IT pros, we have to be mindful of... Um, consultancies especially mm. of, of work and delivering value but not uh not making it difficult for our clients yeah mm. well uh before we dive in which we will do straight away but before we do we will tell you that we love you and we mean it so go ahead and give us a thumbs up on this video remember we are actually changing youtube channels uh so go ahead and Go over to our new channel where we're going to be broadcasting here in a few weeks, um, three weeks, four weeks, maybe. Uh, go ahead and go over there and subscribe so that you will get the uh, notifications of when we go live. So you can subscribe by going to 365, the numbers, 365mcs.com slash new tube, N-E-W-T-U-B-E. And that is our new channel. You can click to subscribe and then you'll be all set. So go on, go over there and, and do that. Daniel, did we manage to get 365MCS for our URL on YouTube? Indeed. So you can also go to youtube.com slash 365MCS and you will find it. That's the new channel. So uh, join us over there and we will begin broadcasting over there very shortly. Make sure you follow us on all the socials. We are 365MCS on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Insta and TikTok and now YouTube. So just follow us everywhere, 365MCS. And that's MCS. why it was so important for us that's right. to, to get that. So, yes. That's right. So uh, make sure that you follow us, okay, and engage with us. And go ahead and share this video out to, to on your socials right now. Go hmm. on. Do it. We'll wait. And then we'll enhance, we'll, uh, you know, retweet or reshare or whatever, give you a like. Um, so Apparently some candy too. Uh, yes, Daryl will send you candy if you follow us on all the socials. And Daniel will sing his, his country I will ballad. sing to you as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. So first up, Daryl, let's talk about, we, we talked about candy, so let's talk about health and notifications. Yeah. New format. For the service health message, we like those. Um, we like them even more if we can glance at them and see uh, exactly what that message is so we can determine whether we should read it or not. So MC424411 is showing us that they are indeed making an effort to change that format. Over on the left, uh, I could blow this up a bit more, but um, there we go is how we currently see the service health uh, notifications. They'll come through. The subject line is service health notification. Good. Uh, into the body of the text. Online service alert. And then the details are kind of tiny, 
but you know if you if you open up the email because the subject line got your attention you would have got to that but look at the improvements they have made they've got the service health id you know for that they've got the notification even sort of calling out what services has been affected and then as you open up the message in big old bold letters this is the message that we want you to know about now daniel this doesn't affect me too much because I tune into those messages using the admin app. So I see those pop up and, you know, notifications that I get on my phone as well. Um, but yeah, is this going to be useful for, for people? Yeah. Um, I hope so. This, I think it is, it's helpful to get a, get more information at a glance whenever you receive notifications yeah. and not have to dive in. So the more we can understand a message the, uh, or a notification before, uh, you know, you have to read the body and get into it all, I, I think it's better. So, yeah, I think so. Cool, cool. Yeah, well, so that is, uh, that's rolling out late September. <laughs> you think, yep. hey, it's just a change in the format of an email. What's what's the big deal? But, um, yeah, I've got to time those things. So, mm -hmm. It's coming out late September, complete by early October. Indeed. Uh, Daniel, uh, tell us. Tell us about uh, some improvements to Teams and our meeting experience. Yeah, well, it depends on who you ask if this is an improvement, but <laughs> automatically view up to 49 videos, 7x7, in Teams meeting, MC424898. This is something we've actually talked about on the show before. Uh, that it was announced it was coming. We knew it was coming, that this was happening, but now it is happening. Um, this The message has some information. It's a public preview. So if you enable public preview, it'll be rolling out early September, so already. Um, and worldwide and GCC, late September through early October. But basically what this is saying is Right now, you have to go and click on large gallery to see more mm. than the three by three, the nine videos. This will actually automatically show you all of the videos. It depends on what happens, uh, if it does it and how many it shows. It depends on your hardware capabilities or internet bandwidth. And I actually like that. That's It's being smart. It's not trying to force all of this on you. Now... There are some people on this podcast, some <laughs> hosts on this podcast, that really don't like this. Or, you know, at least have a displeasure with seeing this many. Um, it, it, it's not me. However, when I look at this image in this message, mm -hmm. I go, okay, maybe it is me now. Maybe, maybe yeah. I'm joining. Because... I look at this and just imagine for those that are on the video here, you, you could see this, but those in the audio podcast, I'll describe it to you. You're probably looking at your uh, message center uh, right now, but it, you see all these people and all these faces. In fact, there's more than, than 49 here because there's one with a conference room with three people in it. Okay. But so you got all these people and they're all moving. Mm. No one sits still. You don't sit completely still. You're moving and everything. So you're going to have all this movement going on on the screen. It's, I'm sorry, but it's going to be a bit overwhelming, to be honest. For meetings where it's a social meeting and you're just kind of whatever, 
okay, fine, but I, I don't think I'll ever use this in a large meeting like this with this many people um, when I want to concentrate. I just don't think I'm going to. There's going to be so much movement. Um, mm. You know, your eyes are going to be all over the place. It's going to be overload for me anyway. Uh, some people may love it, and I, that's okay. That's fine. But just know that this is coming for your organization, and this is not a you have to turn it on kind of thing. It's just it's going to be there. Um, so know that this is going to happen, and you can choose not to have this. Right? You as a user can choose what view you want to have. Um, we can. So, yes, you Good. can choose you can do together mode if you want to do it that way or whatever but um this is yes i'm yeah i am not uh, so the other thing about this view daniel is that it's seven by seven of marketing images perfectly lit perfectly balanced yeah. all you right. know all attuned um reality is that it'll be all sorts of different backgrounds um the AI that has trouble sometimes with, you know, it's, it's all of those sorts of distractions. So yep. yeah, I, I, I mean, it's great to be able to see people maybe at the beginning of the meeting and say, hi everyone. Great to see you. Um, but I, I couldn't have this on the whole time if I was trying to engage with an audience. Um, no, I mean, it, mm. I think we're just going to have to get smarter about the way we engage in our meetings we're going to have to get smarter when we spotlight. We're actually going to have to use that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to get smarter with how, um, you know, some people have this mentality of I join the meeting with my camera on and then I turn it off uh, during the meet of the meeting. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying some people, that's the way they do it. Hmm. Um, I mean, with this many people, I probably would turn my camera off in the middle of the meeting when someone's presenting and or whatever. But, you know, that's also not great for the presenter. If no one has their cameras on, they have no idea whether it, what they're saying is landing. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So. As a presenter, anyway. I, I wouldn't know how it's landing either because I, I can't glance quickly and then focus on a face no. out of all of that. It's, no. it's just a more natural experience when you're standing with people and you've got yeah. that. But, yeah. Indeed. But. Yep. It's going to so be that's there, rolling out uh, very soon. So, uh, Daryl, here's a quick one for you. Mm -hmm. Let's and uh, it's an exciting one. I'm going to use it, but uh, let's talk about uh, video in Teams. Yeah. Well, uh, this is something that I I mused about uh, maybe three or four years ago, um, hoping that we would get something where we could leave video messages in Teams, and here it is: video clips in Teams chat. MC427757 concept here is that you can leave short video messages in Teams. Now, you can sort of do that now. You could record something and attach it to a chat message, but it's not going to play in line. Um, and it's going to mangle it. Uh, I've experienced it. It sort of compresses it. It's not great. But this is, this is um, keeping in mind a, a a way that we've all started to to use different social apps and things that we can create a short little video say a lot more than than what we can with text maybe string it together and um, upload that so this is good it's it's going to be um, 
configurable around messaging policies as well because it is a messaging feature so if you want to attune that or turn it off then so be it but i am glad to see that and it'll be available in preview mid-september so that's uh, about a week or two away and in ga it'll be available late september complete early october um yeah i'd, so I'd send you a video message daniel yeah and that's and that's it's limited to one minute so don't think this is the you know you're you're given a presentation or anything i mean this is just a quick check-in mm. uh giving a quick message i think i think this is actually um i predict this is going to catch on pretty pretty well especially for those um use cases on mobile and yeah. i think it's going to be um it's going to catch on i really do yeah what I do want to confirm, though, is where these files are stored. Mm, indeed. Is it like with Yammer, where if you record something that's sitting out there, it doesn't take anything off your storage? Or is this going to be saving to my OneDrive? And maybe maybe then it'll be a bit like a meeting recordings, where there'll be some kind of expiry deletion process. Which, we'll see. Yeah, which I don't like. So, um, because these are not meetings, these are actual messages. just messages just like a typed message except more interactive mm. good to see another yeah. option um keeping with teams chat daniel tell us about this new thing yeah and this is akin to something i use all the time schedule send for teams chat mc427758 yes i use schedule send for emails a lot because I don't want my coworkers to um, expect um, or think that I expect a response now if it's on the weekend or it's at night or it's early in the morning, um, you know, or I want to time it. I use it all the time, but I also use it for my clients. If I'm catching up on a Sunday night, for instance, maybe I um, took a few hours off on Friday. I need to catch up. Oh, there's some emails. I don't want to send emails on Sunday night. I want to send it on Monday morning. So schedule that to send. Well, this is akin to that. And we're going to be able to send messages uh, and schedule those messages when we want to send it. This is rolling out for uh, everyone late September uh, or I guess enterprise late September uh, through mid-October. GCC late October through late November. GCC high late November to late December and DOD late January through late February. I just want to call out that this message has all of those levels kind of called out um, and, and laid out for us. Why don't all messages do that? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you'll be able to schedule messages. Uh, now, you can't do it too long, far in advance. It's just only seven days or less in advance. Um, and, you know, it's just going to be a regular message. You can't flag it uh, to be urgent or important, because if it was urgent or important, then maybe you wouldn't have be scheduling it. Um, <laughs> so um, it, there's instructions, which is cool here in the message. We like to see screenshots. We'd like to see messages on uh, details on how to do this. I see this. Honestly, my, my guess is maybe a lot on mobile. Um, you know, oh, I need to, oh, I forgot. I need to send the team, you know, mm. this thing. Uh, I need to send um, Jill this message. I forgot to send that to her. 
Um, but I don't want to do it when I remembered it, which was at 2 a.m. Because I woke up and went, ah, Jill, I forgot to email, send you a message. So anyway, um, this is coming. Uh, and I, again, I think it is um, great for, you know, flexible schedules. We all don't work eight to five every day. So this will help us communicate when we want to. Clever, clever. Yeah. Uh, and that's was coming. A message. That's oh, coming. That's coming. Uh, features in the future. Why don't you tell us, Daryl, about some features that are already here? <laughs> yeah, like features that arrived, and let's tell you about what arrived. But, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. good to have Microsoft Whiteboard back in the message center news. Um, they have delivered a package of features that rolled out in August. Um, we got the message uh, early September, but that's okay. Um, and it was uh, just letting us know, just making sure that we know that uh, you can open existing whiteboards in Teams meetings. You can annotate in Teams meetings. So I think that might be the annotation feature. You can collaborate with users outside of your organization in Teams meetings on a whiteboard, so that's good. Um, some new features around managing sticky notes, so you can drop them into a grid or drag them out of that grid, which is it's important. You don't want to be... I mean, some of us get really kind of OCD with... No, I wouldn't even call it OCD. I like to have my stickies lined up, right? That's just that's just a thing, right? Yeah. Um, export your whiteboard as a PDF, and you've got some uh, multi-language uh, support for templates. So good to see. Well done, uh, whiteboard, for rolling some of these things out, and especially around bringing more collaboration for... Uh, people during Teams meetings and, and our guests. And this is MC427764. Uh, you've got it right now. Go and enjoy it. Try it out in your next meeting. Mm. Yeah. Well, Daniel, um, Here's my do you reaction. have any reactions to this one? Yeah, that's a, yeah. a reaction. Wow. You've only got six that you can choose from. No, I have more. Expanded reactions in Teams. MC428506. This update is going to allow you uh, in Teams messages to have lots more emojis for reactions to other messages. So um, over 800 to express yourself. So this is rolling out preview. I'll be rolling out mid-September, so soonish, and expect to complete by late September. And then standard release mid-October by late November. So you're not going to be, um, you know, tenant admins. You don't have to do anything on this. This is going to be rolling out for you. And we've got some nice screenshots here showing you the options on how to um, see the different ones where you can hover over the message to show the menu. You can uh, open the picker and then select into your heart's desire of which ones you want to react to this message with. Um, and, uh, you know, the, I think the interesting bit is, um, you know, there is some nuances to this of, mm -hmm. you know, before when you went to do a reaction, you saw six that were available to us. Now we only see those three and then you have to hover and blah, blah, blah. So, um, your, your users are just going to have to get used to a new way of doing this. However, and that's kind of the bad part. The good part, on my opinion, is... I have um, many times wanted to react to a message with um, 
a different emoji, you know, something like a crying or thumbs down or whatever. And it just wasn't available. Um, mm. So, you know, this gives us an opportunity to react, to keep going. And that's the whole point of emojis is that I don't want to have to reply thumbs up, you know. <laughs> okay, that was, that's silly. Um, but I don't want to have to reply. I can just do an emoji and move on. So um, that is coming very soon. Yeah, looking forward to stringing some uh, <laughs> modern day hieroglyphics together to nice. tell a story. So, Daryl, um, tell me about i kind of i want a sharepoint update you know we haven't had a sharepoint update yet so yeah. i want a sharepoint update but i want one about people give me an update well i, I would but I, it looks like i've forgotten to add it as a favorite so i'm no, gonna you're gonna have to yeah i know yeah so just uh everyone remember this is just your your reminder about how to look up a message in the message oh. center i'm gonna jump out of favorites i'm gonna paste in that id that we quote during our messages we'll favorite that so that we can go back to favorites um this is you know how the sausage sausages are made in this sausage factory oh my. um but yeah i think uh this is a big deal for those of us who use the people card to signal who who should be contact about this page or who's presenting in this event and the sharepoint uh people card is going to now get a medium sized card and um you'll be able to add some things to it this is mc428509 uh we've got an example of these cards right here um, you've got your regular small card, which you'll, you can just look up a person. That's not changed. But what has changed uh, for medium and large, actually, is being able to put a short blurb there about what, what you might want to be using that, that people card for. Drop on that, that Daniel is the subject matter expert for this particular content. So uh, contact him and he'll, he'll update the page for you or... Uh, take your feedback. Um, this is really cool, Daniel. Um, good to see an update to one of the longer running web parts. Well, and it is because um, oftentimes you come to pages and you see a people card and you're like, great, what's that mm -hmm. have to do with this page? Um, you know, sometimes there's description, but what if the, you want multiple people shown, but you want to describe their role rather than yeah. what's their title or whatever? I mean, why do I want to contact them about this page? Um, mm. You know, what are the different aspects of, of what's being talked about on this site that I, I, I just like this to be able to give it a little bit of context. Um, mm. So yeah, it's good. There's uh you get up to 50 characters for the medium size card. So whatever you've got to say on that size card, uh, keep it short. Well, and one thing, 255 I mean, on the large one. Yeah, I mean, one thing you can think about the, um, I'm okay with that. I actually like the medium one with the small, mm. with the smaller amount of, of characters because one thing Twitter made us do was be more concise. Um, you know, when they said, oh, you can only have uh, so many characters. Well, I think that's, I actually like the medium one, but there's going to be mm. places where you're going to want to use the large one as well that's available. So but I like the medium one because it gives it uh, using space 
I think, uh, more effectively. Yeah. Yeah, that'll fit nice on a sidebar. Dong, dong, dong. These are the people involved or at the foot of a page. Mm-hmm. Well, keeping keeping on moving, Daniel, uh, some things have been happening with uh, power apps and lists. Yes. Uh, some more superpowers. Super superpowers. Add, update, or delete images in Microsoft List via Power Apps. MC424902. This is just what the message title says. You're able to engage with that column, that image column um, that is in your Microsoft List. You're able to add images there, update those images, or even delete images stored in those image columns. Um, and this is rolling out targeted release early September and mid-September is completed. Standard release mid-September through late September. So very soon. Um, so you'll, you know, you'll be able to do that with any new, new apps with that you're creating. You're going to be able to select the SharePoint, uh, connector, the data connection, and be able to do that with the because remember microsoft list is sharepoint uh and be able to work with those now uh important to note and this is this is something we've talked about on the show before this is you know we love the power platform here uh i use it for our clients and and so love it okay however whenever connections are updated remember you if you've used them in other apps you're going to have to go in there and update them so it even calls that out in the um, message it says the data the sharepoint data connection must be deleted in your existing apps that use the sharepoint connection and then re-added so that the data uh, schema can be refreshed to get this uh, improvement interaction with your Microsoft list, okay, with the image. Does it stop working? Or no. does it just continue without the new functionality? Right. No, no, no. It, it would not stop working for your old stuff, your mm. existing apps, I should say. Uh, yeah. So, yep. But if you want the new, then you're going to have to go and update. Fair enough. Yep. So you're already touching it because you're already planning, hmm, how can I, how can I change my code? Sorry, no code. Was it low code? I forget. <laughs> Daryl, let's finish this thing off talking about something that we've already talked about. Really? And just kind of announcing that it's here. That it's here. Well, we had, we had, uh, we had Dan Holm on us, uh, on our show telling uh, us about this uh, when Viva Engage came out. And now the public preview for Storyline for Yammer and Viva Engage is here, MC428510. Um, and this is the ability to create, again, I guess in the same vein as, as the video messaging we have for Teams, except this time it's about having uh, your own um, landing page for your stories and your posts. And if people follow you, they can tune into that, subscribe to your updates or follow you on, on uh, Viva Engage and Yammer. And uh, you'll see along the top the, the stories that you want to uh that you can record and share with people. Uh, now, our org have uh, experimented and played a bit with this because we use Yammer, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. There's two ways that you can do this. Um, of course, the best experience is from your mobile, um, and 
we tried using it within Viva Engage within Teams on the mobile. Needs a bit of help there in terms of pointing people to which buttons to press. Uh, and when you record something and, and you say post, or it, it takes a little while to put that video together, render it, put it up there. It's got this little splash screen there that tells you this is what's happening, and then, then you can press post. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I think the, the richer, easier experience feels like Yammer because it's actually just it's in an app, not in, in an app within an app. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's for an org like us who do use Yammer, uh, we'll, we'll be using it and telling our story as we go and maybe visit clients or work on some things or have a short inspiration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Awesome. So there's some um, instructions there about how to turn it on um, to turn on public preview uh, and also what you want to do when it's generally available. You just want it to be available uh, automatically and immediately when um, it goes GA. Um, so have a look at that message to learn more. But that that is the show, sir. Indeed, it is. We want to uh, thank everyone that joined, everyone in the chat room. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope you found value in this. And please uh, share this uh, audio podcast or this video, depending on how you consume, uh, with uh, your friends and family and your coworkers. And, and then let us know how, um, how you uh, enjoyed it or didn't. Give us some, give us some high, uh, you know, highlights on, on what you thought about the the show and and uh we'd love to hear from you we are 365 mcs everywhere on all the socials uh, so really appreciate you coming out and having a watch or listen daniel do you make your family listen to tech podcasts when you're driving places um uh, of course yeah sure mm -hmm. <laughs> okay well, i get i usually get booed out of the car um which is odd because i'm driving but yeah I mean, I, dad, stop, I listen stop. to I listen to our podcast uh, nonstop all day, so multiple just, times. Oh yeah, I just have it on repeat. So don't you, say that because then that then the, 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 our view count, right? You know, it's not just us contributing to it. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, no, okay. I'm suggesting that's what people should do. They should start with the latest, click play, and yep. then make sure it's going to autoplay, and then just leave it. Just oh, leave yeah, it there yeah. in the background, listening and absorbing what we're saying. Go back to your favorite shows talking about updates that happened years ago. Because <laughs> we're that entertaining. That's right. All right, everyone. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week.